Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Late Night Sprites, the podcast tied to the blog of the same name. Now, today is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode tied to another episode, and that is an announcement. Will I still be covering E3? Absolutely. Well, I still discuss a ton of games I'm excited for. Yes. But there will also be... But that's going to be a bonus. A bonus because I am happy to announce that on the blog and the podcast, we are going to be doing a themed month. Now, in terms of the blog side of things, we just got out of a themed month with... um, the definitely digital month we talked about triple a games indie games basically as long as it was digital it was uh it was all good and i decided to do another themed month for one of my favorite types of games and that is indie games I used to have a blog that no longer exists called Invested in Indies, and I still love indie games, as you can tell by a couple episodes of this podcast, as well as over on the blog side of things, indie games are just great to talk about. Now, I didn't want to make the blog purely about indie games, so I could talk about Mario Golf when that comes out at the end of the month, or Pokemon Snapper. Whatever game I feel like covering at some point, including, which will probably be at the end of the month or the beginning of the next month, uh, well, you'll see, but let's just say I have a retrospective or two planned about some older Nintendo series that I hold near and dear to my heart. But there's something very special about indie games. Though a lot of other games can last about 17 to 18 hours and take a while to cover, especially for a blog, when you think about it, sometimes some of these games are so long it takes me about half a month just to play the game before I can write the review of it. Some indie games last about 9 to 10 hours. That is very easy to cover in the span of 2 to 3 days and then write a blog post 2 or 3 days later. There is something special about indie game length. They're cheaper, and they're bite-sized, and they're made by studios with a ton of great ideas. Whether they're hearkening back to a game that hasn't seen an entry in a while, or they're tasked by a bigger studio to remake said game. For example, Sega has tasked um, companies to remake Alex Kidd, Streets of Rage, Panzer Dragoon, They've gotten a ton of indies and will probably cover some remakes this month as well. As long as it's tied to an indie game, whether it's physical or digital, or even a piece of merch, it's fair game. So welcome to Invested in Indies Month. I I love indie games. I love how cheap they are. I love how accessible they are. I love that they harken back. As someone who grew up on Super Nintendo and Game Boy Advance, a lot of them harken back to those classic styles of games and there are just so many great t- 
types of indie games. We got puzzle games. We have strategy games. We have 2D and 3D platformers. The, the sky's the limit. And whether it's on my Switch or my PS4 or on Steam, when there's an indie game sale, let's just say I have to sometimes hide my wallet. Right now, uh, there are sales constantly springing up for indie games on PS4 and Switch. And sometimes I have to hide my wallet because sometimes even if I have the game on PS4, I will buy it on Switch just for the sake of playing it on the go because I justify myself that way. So yes, welcome to Invested in Indies Month. This is the first ever joint theme where the blog and the podcast will be hand in hand because last time with the last theme month, um, my blog and podcasts would sometimes diverge and I would talk about non-physical indie games. Now, there will be a couple bonus posts here and there. Namely, I will be still covering E3, but now I'll also look at the indie games that we'll see at E3. Some indie games might get some big highlights at E3. Games like Unravel that was made by a small team got front and center at E3 before. Nintendo has Nindie Directs and not to mention, there are other like big indie games like studios like Limited Run and Devolver Digital that have their own presentations. So we will cover the indie side of things at E3, but Nintendo and Sony are still going to be talked about whether they're indie or not. But besides that, the couple bonus posts is that we will do that and then I will post my first impressions for the new Mario Golf game just to see if it is worth your money or not. But besides that, it is pure, pure indie games. So with a few bonus posts along the way, but mostly indie games, what can you expect? Reviews, both on the blog and the podcast. Discussions, um, talking about whether a game as a whole, a game series, specific music, maybe creating a playlist or two talking about indie games that I love, buyer's guides, etc, etc. Sometimes I might want to discuss a game and not review it, sometimes vice versa. We will see. There's a lot of ground to cover, so I decided to combine the podcast and the blog to cover more ground this month. Because I already wrote down a list of topics I want to cover, and there's there's a lot. There's a lot of ground to cover from newer games like turnip boy to games that have been on the scene for a little while like a hat in time as long as it's made by an indie developer it's all good to go i plan to also spend a little time covering the indie game remakes there have been some notable remakes covered by indie game studios besides the ones mentioned by sega there have been other indie remakes uh, in the form of spiritual successors like Taxi Chaos to Crazy Taxi or uh, the Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated for Edition, which was covered by Purple Lamp Studios. There's a lot of ground to cover here, so thank you very much for joining me and welcome for the month of June with a couple bonus posts on the side, mostly to Invested in Indies Month. I will see you again very soon.